When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for smart, successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm your host, Veronica Grant, a love and life coach. And today I'll be joined by a guest to give you an inside look at the work I do with my clients. This is your opportunity to learn through someone else's experience. They may even ask a question you have or one you haven't even thought of yet. So keep an open mind, open heart, and let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to episode number 224 of the Love Life Connection podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'm super excited to be connecting with you in your earbuds again this week. And if you're new to the show, a big warm welcome to you. I'm always so excited to hear from listeners new and old. So if we haven't connected yet, please come over and do that on Instagram. I'm Veronica E. Grant. You can send me a DM, comment on any of my photos. I'm super active there and I reply to every single DM, at least the ones that aren't like the spam or the scam or the creepers or whatever, but all of you all, I definitely respond. So Veronica E. Grant, just tell me a little bit about what's going on for you and what questions you have, because that really inspires a lot of the content, especially the solo episodes I do on the show. And I create this show for you, not for me. So the more I know of what you want, what your questions are, what your struggles are, the better I can cater each episode to you. So thank you, thank you in advance for that. And if you're not on Instagram, totally fine. You can go to veronicagrant.com forward slash contact and you can fill out the form there and that will go directly to my inbox and you can, again, share the same thing, share questions, all that kind of good stuff. If you're not on my newsletter list, that's also a great place to get in touch. You can just reply to any email that I send you and that goes directly to me. And I do my best to answer all of my emails. I will say that I'm much better with DMs than emails. So DMs are definitely the best way, but I do tend to get to all my emails at some point. So that is also a great way to get in touch. Tell me a little bit more about yourself. Tell me your questions, all that kind of good stuff. 
And one more request for you today. If you haven't already, I would be so grateful if you took a moment to leave a quick rating or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show. It really helps me to grow the show because it tells the podcast gods and goddesses that people like the show and they should put the show in the recommendations and higher in the search and all that kind of stuff. So it's a really great way to support the show. So I really, really appreciate it. If you just took a moment to leave some stars, leave a review, it really helps. And I read every single one of them. So thank you. Thank you. All right. I am really excited about today's episode. Before we get there, I just want to let you know that this week I am enrolling for my Your Conscious Online Dating Blueprint. And when I'm recording this, I have no idea if there will be still spots available. I'm actually getting further and further ahead, or at least I'm trying to get further and further ahead on my recording schedule for my podcast for my upcoming maternity leave. So I'm a little bit ahead right now. I haven't actually even officially launched my workshop at the time of this recording. So if you want my support on doing the inner and outer work as it relates to online dating specifically, head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash online dating. And if the information page is still up, there's still spots available. And if there's a wait list, sign up, then go ahead and just sign up for the wait list. And I will let you know when and if there will be another workshop date. These workshops are live and I keep them small. There's only 30 spots available and they're only 99 bucks. So it's a really great deal because I want to keep it small so that I can give you lots and lots of attention if you are coming to the workshops live so I can answer your questions. I'll be reviewing profiles. I'll be coaching, all that kind of good stuff. So it will be a very intimate workshop together. And I really believe like you all know me, I believe that yes, the outer work has influence, right? Like communication, boundaries, all of those things are going to have an influence on your love life. But ultimately, all of that starts with the inner work. And I don't think we talk about how the inner work applies to online dating enough in the dating and relationship advice world. And so I'm really excited about this workshop because it's going to combine both of those worlds together. So again, veronicagrant.com forward slash online dating. If the information page comes up, there are spots. So I would get one as soon as possible. And if the waitlist page comes up, that means all 30 spots have already been taken, but you can sign up for the waitlist and I will let you know when and if there will be another workshop available. I don't know if it's going to happen before I have the baby, but who knows? Maybe, but probably not. But it's definitely worth it to get on the wait list anyways. All right, this episode is so good. I am so grateful to my caller, Rachel, for just being so open and coachable and willing to let me lead her in the way that I thought would help her best. And I really want to dedicate this coaching episode to anyone who feels like they're awkward or ugly or fat or however you describe yourself, teen is still the one dating and looking for love, no matter if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, or 50s. Now, the coaching conversation with Rachel goes way off from how she feels about her looks, but basically it starts off with her feeling like she still has all of that acne from her teenage years and she was made fun of for it. And that part of her has been internalized or she's internalized that part of herself and she still feels like that awkward, you know, acne prone teenager who is looking for love. And as you can imagine, that is definitely blocking her from creating and finding the relationship that she wants. So if you can relate to that, whether you had 
a lot of shame or embarrassment around your weight or your looks, or maybe you had like super frizzy hair or you had acne or something else that just really made you feel less than because of your physical features. I dedicate this episode to you. I can't wait for you to listen to this episode. I think it's going to be so, so helpful. So without any further ado, let's get right into it. Hi, Rachel. Welcome to the show. How can I help? Hi, I would just like some help with a problem I have is that when I I meet someone that I I like and that I'm interested in, I shut down and it seems to happen with people that I like more than people that I'm not interested in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, why do you think that might be? I think I'm scared of rejection like everybody. And and I know that I'm not happy with myself, like the way I look. And that's a big part of it. Okay. Tell me more about that. I had really bad acne when I was at school, high school. And I think I've always kept that mindset that the way people treated me then, I still feel like I'm that that same person, you know, and still look like I did then. Yeah. 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 And you don't have to tell me, you know, obviously the mean things people said, but what kind of stories did you believe to be true about yourself? The way people would look at you would be not very nice. And uh, things that you would hear people have said about you, stuff like pizza face and it just made you feel horrible. Like I didn't want people to look at me. Mm-hmm. And what did you believe think, you about yourself? I just felt like a bit disgusting, a bit hot, like standing out for looking bad. Just uh, I didn't like myself. Just always felt like I was different, but in a bad way. Yeah. So your question is, why do I shut down when I'm around people that I actually like? Right? Yeah. Yeah. And we already know the answer to that. Because you still feel yeah. like that little girl, you know, with the bad acne. So what's the real question? Yeah. What's the question underneath the question? I feel like now at my age, I'm, I'm like nearly 40. I've never settled down with anyone. I've, I've always had like flings that didn't mean anything. But I feel like now I've got two options. I either stay single forever or I, I get with someone that I'm not really clicking with. And I feel like they're my two options because I don't think I feel like I'm actually going to meet someone that I will really like. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think your two options are either stay single or settle. Yeah. Why I, do you I think, feel why like do you think those are your options? I think I just can't believe, I don't know if it's my age, but I just can't believe that I will meet someone that would like me the same way I would like them mm-hmm. and, you know, have that connection. Yeah. It'll just be a matter of settling. I don't know. Right. Well, I mean, this is not going to solve all your problems, but I'll tell you, I have clients as young as 20 something and as clients as old as 60 something. That's I think pretty much the range I've worked with at least so far in my business. And they've all found love. I mean, not all my clients have found love, but all in all of those age ranges, some people would probably listen to you like, Oh my gosh, 40, I would love to be 40 again. <laughs> so much time on my hands, you know, before me. Right. So 
I think that you've just created a lot of story. You know, people treated you a certain way in high school. I'm not even sure what mom and dad, you know, how they fit into the picture and what their parenting might have done in terms and not saying that they're bad parents. You might have a great relationship mm-hmm. with them, but parents are human and humans are imperfect. And so there's stuff there, but it seems to me that you've just absorbed all of these experiences and internalized them. And so the work is to untangle that from who you really are. Tell me something. What kind of child were you? Like, not like um, a schooler, but like little kid. What kind of kid were you? Well, I've, I've always loved animals. Um, like I, was, I would always be, I'd always have like a, a pet that I'd be with. And I had a lot, I, well, I have an older brother. We play a lot. I think I was probably, well, I was very shy at school. I remember that. Like, yeah, quite a quiet child, really. Quite, I think I've always been a bit of a worrier. What made you happy when you were a kid? Like, what did you love to do? Uh, I used to love spending time with my grandparents, going walks with their dog and seeing my cousin and just playing and being in the fields, playing, climbing trees and stuff. Mm-hmm. The reason why I'm asking is, for whatever reason, I'm just getting an intuitive hit that reconnecting with your child self not necessarily like a lot of my inner child work that I do with clients and also on the show is a lot of like, okay, let's go back to that painful moment and let's reparent, let's heal those wounds. And I think there's value in that. And I highly recommend you do some of that work and we might get into that uh, or some of that today. But what also is really just coming up for me is because, you know, you, you've taken on the societal belief that like once a woman reaches a certain age, you know, she just becomes an old hag or whatever which isn't true, but it's just, that's just like a societal stereotype that a lot of us buy into. Right. And you're not the only one. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were really cruel to you about the way you looked when you were growing up, especially in high school. Right. Those things aren't true about you. Yeah. It might've been true that you had a lot of acne that might've been objectively true, but the things they actually said and made that mean about you, like none of that's true, but you made it true. Right. Yeah. And so I just feel like you've lost who you really are. And she's always been there and she still is there. And sometimes looking to our child self and those moments when we had that carefreeness, even if there was abuse or divorce or a death or whatever, we probably had some sort of escape, right? Whether it was like reading or climbing a tree or rolling in the grass or playing with the family pet or whatever, there was probably something that you did that just brought out this sheer like bliss and enjoy. And those are the moments that really reveal to, to us when we can look back at those moments in our childhood. And sometimes we can experience that from time to time and as an adult, just depending, but those can be huge clues as to who we really are and yeah. what we're passionate about and what makes us tick and what makes us unique and what makes us us and what makes us worthy and valuable and human, and all of those things. And I think you've forgotten all of that. Yeah. Does that resonate? Yeah. I used to like doing art as well, drawing and stuff. And I did that in college, and I've not done that for years. So I think that would be a good way of reconnecting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, go and close your eyes for me for a second. Yeah. And like I said, we're going to do a little bit of a 
different variation of inner child work. So we're not necessarily going to go back to like the painful high school times. You can listen to other episodes and see how I do that with clients and you can try that. But what I want to do now is I want you to recall a time in your childhood when you just actually experienced just sheer bliss, whether you're hanging out with your grandparents, playing in the grass, climbing a tree, just bring one of those memories. It doesn't have to be like any particular one. Just whatever comes up first is probably what's meant to come up. And tell me what you see. I see me smiling, just being so excited mm-hmm. and just not worrying about anything, not being self-conscious. Yeah. What is she doing? What's the scene? I, playing in um, a snowy field with my first dog. Mm. I think I was off school because it was snowing and just running around, not caring the world. Yeah. Yeah. And when you look at that little girl, who is she? What does she love? What does she value? What is she what is she really about? She wants sorry. She wants to make people happy. She wants to be happy. Mm-hmm. No worries or not to worry about any drama or upset anyone or anything. Mm-hmm. About how old are you in this memory? Probably about 10. Okay. Would have been. Okay. Go to Navarro's for me for a second. A couple of things I want to reflect back to you, if that's okay. The first is the lovely memory. I love that. The second is, you know, when you were sharing that, I could really feel your spirit. And I could also feel some of the old programming already in your brain, right? Because you said you want to make other people happy, but then you did say you want to make yourself happy. So that's good. And then and I'm like, okay, fine. Like I get people want to help people and people like to be in healing, helping professions, that kind of stuff. But then you also said you didn't want to disappoint people. And so to me, like by 10 years old, there was already some of this programming for getting who you are and living for other people and living for other people's approval or love or you know, whatever. And so I want you to connect with this little girl, but I want you to connect with her and her essence and her just being a human with a pulse, like that is enough. Do you know what I mean? Like she doesn't have to make other people happy. She doesn't have to live for other people's approval or expectations or their standards or whatever. And by 10 years old, it's clear to me that that was already happening. And so we might even want to go back further and look for even a younger version or just maybe another memory, you know, where it's just sheer, like, you know, there's no, you know, playing with your dog in the snow and it just being that scene is, it's just simply for the sake of playing with your dog in the snow. Yeah. There's no particular outcome. There's no goal from it other than just to have fun and experience joy and experience life versus like, oh, I'm going to walk the dog because that'll get the dog out of the house and then I'll make my mom happy. You know, that's a very different kind of memory or very different kind of feeling and energy. And so when you connect with your little girl 
and rediscovering who you are, I want you to think of that. Think of just that little girl playing in the snow with her dog, with her being no, no expectation, no outcome, no attachment to anything. Yeah. What comes up for you? Just a sense of just content. Yeah, like a, a joy, happy, just nothing else is going on. It's just me. Mm-hmm. If today's conversation resonated with you and this feels like something you need, it's possible. There are spots right now available to work with me privately. Together, we can unravel your dating patterns, clear your love blocks, and get you into the relationship you desire and deserve by digging into your constitution, your childhood, and your previous relationships. Working with me privately means I can meet you where you're at and hold your hand through the process. It doesn't matter if you've never done this work or you've been doing it for years. All that matters is that you're done with where you're at and you're ready to find love in the next 12 months and are ready to invest the time and money in radically changing your life. To explore if this is the right fit for you, please visit me at veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching to learn more and schedule your introductory call with me. So tell me this. Who are you? Who makes you Rachel? I don't know if I I know, to be honest. (laughs) Think of that little girl playing in the snow. Yeah, that's what I want to get back to, that without worrying about what other people think, just being me. Let me ask you this. So I I can already tell you one part of you. It's It's not who you are, but it's a piece. You already told me you're an artist. Yeah, well, I like to to draw and paint. And and what does drawing and painting do for you? It's just being in the moment, and it relaxes me. Uh-huh. And it, I just like the feel of the hand just moving without thinking about a head. It's just you're just in that moment of just being. Yeah. Well, based on how you're telling me that you live for others, it's not surprising that you like art. You found some solace in it. What kind of stuff do you draw? I used to draw a lot of portraits, people and uh, animals. I'm quite good at copying stuff, but I find it difficult to kind of just sit there and come up with something out of the blue. Okay, hold on. Not asking you to critique yourself about what you like and don't like. <laughs> oh. You like to draw portraits. Yeah. Well, I'm quite, that's what I was best at, really. Okay. Again, you're still like, you're kind yeah. of yourself like a little bit of like a backhanded. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can just say, I'm really good at drawing portrait things, but I enjoy to do. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Well, let me, let me share something because sometimes when we're really good at something, we don't really see the genius of it, right? Like, yeah. I'm really good at just organizing my time and my tasks, and I don't think anything of it. But like some people are like, how do you get all that shit done? I'm like, I don't know, I just do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's and it's part of the genius, right? And from my perspective, from someone who like literally can hardly draw a stick person, if you're drawing these portraits of people, you're a seer. You really see people. And I would be quite sure that you're not just seeing like their nose or their eyes or how many teeth they have. (laughs) 
you're probably seeing like the little lines that might, you know, show a story, you know, or someone's wisdom or someone's pain or joy or happiness behind what we can physically see. Does that resonate? Not thought, like, yeah, I've not thought of it like that. Yeah. Before. That's, it. That's yeah. your genius. Yeah. And I'm not saying like this is all you are at all, yeah. but I'm saying that this is a big part of you. And it's manifesting in the form of being an artist, but on a deeper level, like you can see people and you can like you're an you're empath. So you're probably really good at holding space for others. And you're probably really good at, you know, and again, like I'm not saying don't help people or don't be there for people, but you're not living for people, but you just have this thing about you where, yeah, you can make people feel seen, feel heard, feel safe. And not everyone can do that. Well, it's part of your genius and it's part of who you are. It's coming up for you. That makes sense because I do feel like I'm affected by the, other, the way other people feel. Like That's a lot of the way, reason I don't like to, like, I like people to be happy because if they're not happy, I don't, I feel the... You can feel their pain. I've never, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I don't, I think... I've never looked at it as a good point before. Well, I think every strength has its light and its shadow side or every skill I should say, or attribute characteristic, right? Like, yeah, yeah, my, my ability to organize my time and my tasks and everything. Yeah. There's some very obvious light to that, but like the shadow side is that I think I can do it all. And so then I try to do it all and then I get stressed out and burn out and not performing my best. Right. And the light side of an empath is that they make great lovers, they make great partners, they make great friends, they make great siblings, mothers, daughters, all of those things. They make great workers in various healing and helping professions, right? And the dark side is the pleasing and the over-accommodating and living for other people, right? So it's not about like not being an empath or not worrying about what other people think. It's like, okay, how can you, and this is getting into a whole other conversation which we won't be able to go into but then it's about setting some energetic boundaries but I think one way that you can kind of deal with either letting people down or having people be around you that may be feeling pain or sadness or whatever it is your outlet can just be drawing them right like if you can feel their pain I bet you can draw a really beautiful portrait of them you know what I mean I'd like to yeah I definitely need to get back into drawing. Okay. Just be like, so let's get you some takeaways. You say you're going to get back into drawing, but like, I want to be specific. Like, what are you going to do? What does it look like? When are you going to do it? Well, in the process of setting up my spare room as like a space for drawing and painting. Great. But so I've got that ready to go. I just need to get in there. And when can you get in there? As soon as possible, really. I've got the table set up. I've just not done anything yet. So so I'm going to get you to get specific. Like, what is as soon as possible? So we're recording this on a Wednesday. I know you work Saturday. Do you have time Saturday? Sunday I could do. I'm working Saturday. Okay. Okay. Sunday. Great. Yeah. So you're going to do it Sunday? Yeah. Easy peasy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. What else are some of your takeaways? that you're going to start working on implementing? I'm 
want to try and get back to that joy as a child, just being me and not letting any of the outside stuff come in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that does involve, you know, kind of both kind of angles of the inner child work. So we, we did today where we just connected with a little part of you, a little girl part of you who, you know, wants to be carefree and have fun and play with the dog. And, and the way you described the like painting is exactly what like a child does, right? Like a child is not like, I want to go play on this playground so I can get big and strong. Like you're going to go play on a playground because the kid wants to have fun, you know? Yeah. And, and that's really what, how you described your painting or your, and your drawing to me. Right. And so I want you to connect with that little girl, that little part of you that is craving that. And so in addition to connecting with that little girl part of you, you know, that wants the fun and the freedom and the carefreeness is I do want you to do some of the inner child work that I talk more traditionally about on the show. You know, crappy to happy might be a really great option for you, or I take you through the framework to heal some of those core wounds. And you can get a lot also from listening to this podcast and some of the other episodes, but starting that process, it's a four-step process that I talk about a lot. And that will begin to help you heal some of the wounds that have created the pattern and belief that, you know, other people's words matter or other people's words uh, have an influence on your worthiness and your value and your lovability, right? Because that's a pretty big ouchie. And until that can get healed, not much will change when it comes to wanting to hide and, you know hide away when you meet someone that you're interested in. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Anything yes. else that you're inspired to take action on from our conversation? I think when it's possible, I need to, I was going to say get dating again, but I think like you said, until I've worked on that healing that I'm not, it's not going to be because there is a part of me that thinks if I do meet someone like, I'm just going to do that again. So I think I need to, work on myself yeah yeah I generally tell clients like I wouldn't rush back into dating and I know I get pushed back like well I've already been like not dating for six months or six years or you know whatever the time frame is and I hear that and sometimes we weren't necessarily doing what we needed to do in order to do date from a different place it doesn't matter how much time you've taken off right like I'm just not concerned nine times out of 10 with like my clients, like getting back on the dating scene, like mm. just not concerned <laughs> that will happen no. organically and it'll happen yeah. when it feels good. But for right now, until some of this deeper stuff is healed, you're just going to keep experiencing the same pattern over and over again. And, and I think the more we experience the same pattern over and over again, the harder it becomes to change, not necessarily because it becomes more ingrained, but because we become more demoralized. Yeah. And it becomes even harder to believe that it's possible to have a different experience. And so I think that it's actually self-protective to say, you know what, I'm just not going to do that to myself right now. And that's not to say you'll never experience the pattern again. And that's just a sign like, okay, I'm still experiencing this pattern in some way or another. So that's just feedback for me that I have a little bit more work to do. That's it. It doesn't have to be this whole big thing of like, yeah. Another works for me, something's wrong, blah, blah, blah. Make sense? Yeah. 
Okay. And listen back to this episode again. It'll be helpful. You'll pick some other things up um, when it comes out. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right, my dear. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rachel, for coming onto the show. I know you were nervous before we started recording, and I so appreciate your courage to not just be coached, that can be nerve wracking enough, but then also the willingness to have our conversation broadcast to thousands of women. I really, really appreciate it. And I know so do they because I know that they got so much from this episode. So Rachel's initial question is why does she push people away that she's interested in? And I immediately asked her why she thought that was and she knew it, it had to do with the kids bullying her in school because of her acne. And by the way, if you're a coach or want to be a coach, Yes, you're the expert, but people are the expert of their own lives. Don't be afraid to ask your client why they do something or believe something because it could actually save you a ton of time and you could just get deeper into the root of it. I could have just been like beating around the bush with Rachel and then maybe towards the end, we would have figured out that it was because of the acne. But instead, I just said, well, why do you think you do this? And boom, she got to the acne and then we were able to go so much deeper in the coaching conversation. So once we clarified within really the first few minutes of our conversation that she pushes people away because she still feels like that teen with the acne and she can't bear the rejection, then I asked her what really the question is, because consciously or not, she already knew the answer to her initial question. And I think this is really common. Sometimes we obsess over why we don't have another job or why we're in some pattern why we don't make more money, why we aren't at a healthier weight. And if you're really honest with yourself, I think you already know. So once I asked Rachel what the real question is, and by real question, I mean what the question underneath is, it became very clear to me, both by what she was saying and by her account of being bullied by the other kids in her school, that she very strongly absorbs the opinions, beliefs, and even emotions of those around her. And this led me to believe that she probably has lost touch with who she is. And that's when I went into asking her about her childhood. Now, in this call, I made the decision to go back and ask about a happier time in her childhood. Now, if you're a longtime listener of the show, you know that I tend to go back and ask about events that were probably precursors or creators to our core wounds. And those are not necessarily the most fun memories to recount and think of. And yes, if I was working with Rachel over a longer period of time, we'd absolutely do that and go to some of the core wound creating memories. But in that moment, I felt she needed more support around rediscovering who she was. Her belief in what's possible for herself was quite low. And ultimately, if she doesn't believe that real love is even possible for her, what good is doing more of the traditional inner child work? And whenever I feel a client has lost who they are, childhood is always the place I start. And then Rachel mentioned she used to paint and draw, and that is always going to sound some sort of bell for me that is a huge clue to me that she wasn't fully expressed. And finally, we wrapped up the coaching call with her nature as an empath. And while this call was not about being an empath specifically, I wanted to make sure she knew that every characteristic that any human could have has a shadow and a light side. Now, she's very familiar with the shadow side of being an empath. She's way more worried about how other people feel and other people think and putting others and their comfort before her own. 
But there's also a light side. She has an ability to connect with and see humans and their emotions. That reminds me of that Instagram account, Humans of New York. You should definitely follow them if you are not already. And that's part of her genius and her art. And I think that's also going to be part of what makes her an amazing, or what will make her an amazing partner to the right person. So here are your action steps from today's call. One, I want you to get clear on what your question really is. If you are calling in to come onto the show, do you already know what the answer would be to your question? Do you have a sense as to what I would say? And if the answer is yes, then I want you to ask yourself, well, what's the question underneath that? What's the real question here? Second, if you feel like you don't know who you are, or you've spent years or decades living to make others happy and have lost sight of who you are, know that you're still there. You don't have to go find her. You just have to give her a chance to come out and play. Reconnecting with your inner child from the sense of what made her feel alive, what made her feel free. That is going to be a really big key in you reconnecting with who you really are at your core. Third, I want you to do the deep healing work. Crappy to Happy, my course on inner child work is a great way to go through my healing framework that I take my clients through so they can shift their patterns. And you can check that out at fronicagrant.com forward slash courses. Fourth, whether you're an empath or you have another characteristic that you think is quote unquote bad or holds you back, I want you to find what the light side of it is. How can you lean more into that? And finally, don't forget to check out your conscious online dating blueprint, which is my live workshop on online dating that I'm going to be teaching next week. And it's the perfect combination of, yes, learning the outer work. So the profiles, the pictures, which apps to be on, all that kind of good stuff. But we're also going to dive into the inner work to make online dating work for you. Because you all know, I think the inner work is going to be what drives the needle most in your love life. And this workshop is no exception to that. Now, again, at the time that I'm recording this, I have no idea if there are spots still available. There are only 30 of them and they're only $99 each. I do expect them to go quick. So head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash online dating, and you'll be able to figure out from there pretty easily if the workshop is still available. If the waitlist page comes up, then obviously the 30 spots are taken. I would recommend signing up for the waitlist because I might do another date if I have time before the baby comes. And if the waitlist page does not come up and it's the info page, that means there's probably still a few spots left. So I would definitely go ahead and sign up there as quickly as possible if you're interested. And I am very strict at keeping this to 30 spots because I want to make sure that the women who come feel supported and I have enough energetic bandwidth to go around so that I can coach, answer questions, look at profiles, all that kind of good stuff. So again, veronicagrant.com forward slash online dating. I will hope to see you in the workshop and I will see you next week on the podcast. Talk soon. Thanks for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. And that's also the place you can sign up to be coached by me here on the show. And if you love this podcast, please leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. It helps more incredible women like you find this show and find real love. Until next time, remember, wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. You're not broken and you don't need to be fixed. Just because you've never had the relationship you want before doesn't mean you can't have it now. Even on a budget, 
Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.